Blog Talk Radio. Somebody waiting, baby. Gone home, don't wanna jeopardize the safety, maybe later. We shake the haters and get busy. You say you want to do same thing, then get with me. If not, then hit me. I know you know the history. Last ride round looking real crispy. Ride round town, top down on the grizzly. Grind all the time to say how to eat the sizzling. I thought I told you we run stop signs. Cause we don't stop till the cop come knocking, try to block signs. Not mine, Twan gone rhyme. Why? Like sunshine and cold north through summertime. Now about that.
Are you tired of nails that lift or lose their shape or they weren't even shaped right to start with? You can tell a lot about a man by his shoes and you can tell even more about a woman by her hands. At Finger Paint Studios, Ebony is able to find the inner beauty, your professional personality, or the downright diva that you are. Check her out at her new location, located at 1914 Emily Avenue at Tuxedo Junction next to KFC. Walk in for welcome and she's open from 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, or you can call Call 205-601-1995. Tell her the Empress sent you. The first impression is a lasting impression, so what you look like does matter. Start the year off with a new look, a change, a beginning for 2015. Portia at Soho's Beauty Salon specializes in silk press and full head extensions. She's located at 231 State Farm Parkway, Homewood, Alabama. Or you can call for an appointment at 205-807-1736. Tell her the Empress sent you. Yeah, I'm trying to find my button. Where's my button? Where's my button? Where's my button? Where is my button? There's my button. It is the M. It's the M. Yes, it is. It's the M. Tonight is Sunday, March the, is it the 15th? I think it's the 15th. We're going to say, yeah, it's Sunday, March the 15th, 2015, and it is Time to get empire, and this month, of course, we have been speaking about and speaking against violence, specifically domestic violence, and actually putting the real face to domestic violence on it as it really actually occurs. You know, people want to put a whole lot of other different faces on there as if that is how it is all the time. It's not always in a marriage, no. It's not always a girlfriend, boyfriend, no. Sometimes it comes in ways you never, ever even would have articulated it to be or thought it to be uh, described as domestic violence is just violence with uh, a lot of different faces, and we've been talking about uh, the face that it takes on with women, uh, the face that it takes on with men, the face that it's taken on in relationship, and tonight we're going to talk about the face that it takes on with the after. Listen, I don't understand why, for the life of me, people get such a rush out of these fight videos. I have never been a fighter. I will defend myself to the end, but I've never been the type of person that just wants to see a fight or rushes to a fight or tries to fight. I mean, violence is just so beyond me. It's not uh, something that I don't know about because, of course, a lot of us, and I'm not trying to include a lot of people, but it's just the truth of life. People who have uh, experienced violence or who do uh, practice in violence or who are repulsed by violence usually have lived through some. Whether it was uh, acted out against them, uh, something that you saw in in your youth, uh, it comes in so many different forms that it's uh, sort of ridiculous to even believe that it's something that you can just not experience. It should not be something that you have to uh, acclimate to or uh, weave into the uh, parts of your life uh, just because. No, you shouldn't have to deal with violence, but violence is here, and I think violence has become a routine way of dealing with situations just before coming on the show. 
um, I was looking uh, actually on a on a call. I'm getting ready for my 25th high school reunion, and it's just amazing because I get excited. It uh, looks like we – I thought we had just – hey, well, we did, but I'm getting old. Let's just go ahead and say it. I'm getting old, and um, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, but I am this. I am uh, a lover of friends and family and truth, and I consider my school uh, classmates family. Like, we, we still keep in contact with each other, and, you know, I, I can remember – the first reunion and how um, it was just very difficult for me to understand how some people just was they just did not want to participate. It's like how are you gonna not participate with the people that you came into your uh, adulthood with or, or who you came into your uh, uh, puberty with? You know, like these are the people who were the most influential with regard to your growing up, I guess. I I don't know. You know, I didn't do a whole lot of things. I was kind of removed from some of the things of life. But these, I'm going to tell you something. These people, these children, I don't know these beasts. I don't know where they're making these children from these days. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, our children are crying out in need for help. Uh, and I think we're missing it. Like we're missing, I don't, I don't think, I know we're missing it. We're so far from where we should be with them that they're just doing whatever they have to do by any means necessary. And it's become an epidemic where people are fighting. Um, everybody's fighting. Hell, the little chair with the bottle, this little boy walking around with a sippy cup with his drawers. His pepper showing because he low riding his little baby jeans, his baby fat jeans, and he talking about he the daddy. Like I need you to shut that up. I'm just not sure what what that's about. But yeah, we we're gonna talk about uh, domestic violence in that light. But you know, this was prompted. You know, I I tell you this every week, and it's just the truth. I was going to do a show every. Sunday this month about domestic violence and its recovery. Um, coming up in our future shows will be shows that still have some of that to it. But um, tonight, of course, are we disciplining our children or are we just fighting? Are we just just being mad at the little people now? Then on Tuesday, we're going to talk about proposition, position, and propaganda. And I'm going to tell you something. I I have to admit that a lot of the discussions that I'm um, proposing here on the Empire is because I want to learn. Like, I want to know what's going on. Some of the stuff that is being discussed out in the world, for me, I would say a couple of years ago would have been just pure, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about, why you're even talking about it, why it's such a big deal, and why are you just ragging about it. Um, and to the show on proposition, position, and propaganda, hopefully will enlighten you as it has me. I'm hoping to have a special guest on to speak to us about when, when you're actually being dialed in on purpose, to look in a different direction and being taught something that is absolutely not necessarily a truth. And a lot of people think, oh, oh, oh she's just gone. She is just about into the blast that somebody didn't put a chip in her arm or something. No, there are some truths to what people do and why people move on certain things. 
And it's 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 very evident once you take your blinders off and you sit back and you just take inventory on what has actually happened, not what someone told you, not what you would like for the truth be or what feels good, because a lot of the times we get so caught up in emotion that we forget what what we talking about. Like what 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 is what now? What what, what say what now? That's what my kids said. I said what now? Um, I'm trying to understand is best for myself uh, to provide the better uh, options for me and for my children and to hopefully see them into others. Uh, actually, that was the sermon today at church, and some people are just so anti-Christianity that it makes me nauseated. I'm going to tell you something. about let me, let me take a little sip first. Hold on. Okay. Talking online today with a potential, uh, a potential uh, guest, he has the most insightful mind on how he says what he says. It's just so interesting the way that he says things. So I was just really excited to, you know, kind of look at some of his videos and um, I've seen them sparingly. And let me see. (laughs) He does not bite his tongue. He says exactly what he has to say, which is the trait of the type of man that I'm just attracted to. Anyway, I just love that type man because when they say what they have to say, it is their truth. It is not necessarily um, it's not necessarily something that you have to uh, buy into. Uh, you don't even have to agree. But there, when a person knows their truth well enough to where they don't have to rehearse it with you, they ain't got to wear it with you, they ain't trying to convince you of nothing, buzz it, buzz it, buzz it. Like, that's what I love. I love that. And and he speaks to that, and he was, he's obviously not Christian. He is not a Christian. He ain't trying to be Christian. But I'm going to tell you that some of the truths that he says about life are general truths that can be applicable to life, period. Uh, Christianity is a Christ-like law. And some of those principles coincide absolutely and exactly with what he says. But because of the messenger, I think, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully he's going to still get together with me and we're going to do a show on that. But talking to him about just the Old Testament, New Testament, and got into this word war with a guy, which is one of my pet peeves. Like, I do not want to have a back and forth with a male. Like, that is just one of the things that just turns me completely off. I'm so really sick of these men or are, are, are want to be men pretending to be uh, alpha males or representatives of their type of, 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 of being. When you not – stop acting like a sissy. But anyway, he, he wanted to challenge me on what the word says or what uh, New Testament did to the Old Testament um, speaking to there being inconsistencies through the Bible, those in specific he did not. And, you know, once he did not even explain to me, you know, what he was saying, but for, for some reason, you know, lots of people had answered to this thread, but for some reason he wanted to pinpoint me and he wanted to come at me because of my response. I felt like this, that the New Testament 
did not necessitate that the Old Testament was incorrect. It was probably outdated. It was probably not applicable to the people at that time, as are a lot of different laws of the land. When you have a world where there, say, is no streetlight, there's no reason to litigate about getting a ticket or or being in jail or incarcerated for running one if there's not one. And I think that is the differences between what the Old and the New Testament were for the people of that time. So I can't speak to really why there are absolute differences. I wouldn't say that they were contradictions. I think they were different times. And I tried to so I tried to say that without being derogatory. And this young buck, born in 1988 of all times, says, first I need you to grow some uh, pubic hair and some chin hair before you talk to me about something that somebody probably has told you. Now, if you had been taught in a way that can edify me, I need you to come and approach me in in a, in a manner that's respectful. And he tried to say that he was being respectful, and he tried to say that he was not um, at all trying to, um, you know, disrespect uh, me and my age, whatever. But he also, behind saying that, decided to say this: I am not going to be disrespectful of you, but you, I thought, were knowledgeable. I thought you were intelligent, but you obviously aren't because you believe a book of fables and lies. Uh, and I think he was associating it to the Bible. And so it's like you know, I've grown. Uh, irritated of people who use social media as a way to uh, intimidate other people about what they've actually probably been told or read or have a little piece of paper right by their computer so that they can um, spit out some truths that may actually be, but in relevance to what? I, I have a real problem with people who just go around trying to pull at people's um, maybe misunderstanding of, of a system, um, but he has yet to even have a relevant point because I don't know why he felt it necessary to first ask me about the other, and I had answered the thread as completely as I could, and when it was not his answer, he wanted to be insulting. And, you know, that's another reason why a lot of people just cannot take ridicule and cannot take difference. When you don't agree with them, then they decide they are against you because you don't agree, or they become violent. And a lot of the times that is the case. Now, before we get into the Angie Stone, I want to go over a little bit of news. went over some things um, that were just, they, they happened this week too, just very disturbing things with regard to our children in the news, um, Alicia Montalego was admitted to a mental health resource center on Monday by her high school. That's Wolfson High School in Florida uh, because the teen supposedly threatened suicide. A mental health care professional was called, and they decided to take this child to the hospital. I think that is very brave, but I think you should have talked to her parents. I think you should have made some type of uh, initiative to convey your concerns with the powers who have governing over that child. Yes, they did not tell her parents. Otherwise, the school never told anyone. Um, The child was never reported to even have been hospitalized afterwards. 
and the mom was totally in shock when they went to pick up the child and she never came to the car when she started to inquire that uh, where the child was, oh, we, we decided to take her to the mental institution. I, 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 I had to actually go onto several sites to make sure that this was the truth, and this absolutely did happen. Now, this is what one of her uh, family members did say. I've seen her come home, and she's crying. I've talked to her. I try to say ignore people who are bullying her and just to stay away from them, walk away. But it's easy for me to say it was actually just hard for her to do. Now, Wilson said that she had this. This child said she had been being bullied at school for months, so far so that the family filed a formal complaint um, against the girl that they claim hurt her while she was in school. And that complaint went into the state attorney's office there in Duval County, and nothing has been done. Nothing had been done from that point to stop the bullying. Nothing changed in um and they're in that situation. So I could see the distress with the child, but for the family to decide at that point to just alleviate the problem by checking her into a mental institution was disturbing to me. Now, there's a, there was a hearing that was moved from February the 12th concerning, concerning this bullying event, but um, the district won't say anything about what their plans are to do with regard to it. I just don't think that you thought that through at all. Like, really? You're going to just, oh, really? So you're going to just take someone's child to the mental institution and not even tell them that that's what the case is? It just was interesting to me. I'm going to post my phone number on a thread just because I'm getting several facts. Uh, faxes. I'm getting several uh, texts with regard to what time is the show. Okay, the show is always at 8 o'clock. Very few times have I ever had it outside of 8, and I would like to say that it is very constantly been on Sundays. We have made some changes during the week, but it's never it never fails. Someone's going to call you right during the show, and um, you you can't even talk because you're trying to do a show and trying not to ignore them at the same time. Now, um, if I could, I'm going to go over another story. I have so many stories this week. It was kind of ridiculous. It was kind of sad because the age of these people are getting younger and younger. Like, it's it's just ridiculous. It, it It's not getting better. It's actually getting worse. It's just my opinion. Children are out of freaking control. They do not know how to govern themselves in their own home. So when you put them in society, they're going to act a straight donkey out there too. Now, this is uh, actually the opposite. Let's go to this other one first. Well, I don't know what you consider a child. I say if you're in any type of organized schooling program, you're still a child. Um, and that's with the exception of college and something like that. But um, in Jacksonville, Florida, and I'm going to tell you something, they just need to shut Florida down. Florida can't get jacked right. They treat people like crazy. They shoot and kill children, and now they're letting the children kill themselves. Uh, this is a 14-year-old boy who, instead of making arrangements for his uh, welcome home party, 
the family is making funeral arrangements. Why? Um, this child had meningitis and was admitted in, in it was was actually already in a detention center called the Brevard Juvenile Detention Center in Melbourne, Florida. And what did they do? Nothing. They found him unresponsive, and by the time they got him to the hospital, he was dead. Fourteen years old. Like, okay, I just don't know. I certain places of death happening to uh, would be a normal, healthy, talkative child. I mean, sure, you got some discipline issues because you're in the detention center. But how can you be found unresponsive? By the time you're found unresponsive, that could vary anywhere between three minutes to hours and maybe even a day. It just depends on what happens. The details of that are very, very hush-hush and closed, but they were funeralizing him on this past for, on on this past Friday, um, and all because he was in an institution of correctiveness. Uh, then you have gunshot reported outside of a home, and instead of the detectives handling that, they end up dealing with a mother who gives direction to her seven-year-old son to just follow her. She says, I'm just sick of this life. The gunshots were related to some domestic issues with regard to her and her ex or her current. They don't really say what the level of their relationship was, but she was just distraught. And instead of calling the police uh, for that, she uh, called the police uh, saying that there were some domestic issues going on. Um, she jumped out of the second floor window and instructed her son to do the exact same. Um, <laughs> the way that she told this child to follow her, because any child wouldn't do certain things just on the instruction, even from their parent, because it's not innate for you to be uh, uh, homicidal or suicidal. It, that that has to be left into your psyche as the only option and repeatedly reinforces that being the only option that you have. And at seven years old, all he, all he knows to do is to follow the instructions of his mom. So she told him that, uh, this man was a serial killer, and if she, if he didn't do the same thing as she did, that he was going to kill her. So what did she do? She dropped out of a two-story window, and he followed right behind her. Now, I'm going to tell you, some of the things of these stories are just kind of scary to me because I think they all speak to a level of mental illness that's just going unchecked in our world, but particularly in Florida. Now we have this 18, 17, 18-year-old, in, in, in Mississippi, and they crazy as hell, too. This fool is accused of, along with some other teenagers, of collecting stray puppies and taking a machete to them and beheading these puppies, videoing this and putting it on social media. Okay, I don't know about you. 
Okay. I don't know about you, but there is something expressly wrong with anyone who thinks that that's a good idea to even record. Like, you know, if he's 17 years old and participating in the act of beheading these puppies, and you can recruit somebody to take a video of it while you're doing it, it's crazy. Not only did they video it, they loaded it up on a popular website called Snapchat. Now, Wilcox County Sheriff Ernest Evans said that the initial investigation has begun, but that what they think happened is that um, the 17-year-old was throwing the puppies in the air and then killing them by cutting them in midair with a machete. Uh, on Highway 10 West near Camden. The incident has happened. It was recorded. And then he did confess that he owned those types of photos, but he actually didn't like it. He said it would be fair to say that the 18-year-old confessed. He kind of owned it. He took pictures of it, and he actually did it, but he didn't like it. The pictures were on social media for about 15 seconds, but they were so grotesque and so, uh, you know, invasive that the district attorney said no matter how long it was up there that charges needed to have been brought. A lot of students confessed to seeing this, and the investigation, of course, took hold from that place. Dr. George Wood, who is a veterinarian at the Selma Animal Hospital, said that this is a travesty. Unwanted animals are in abundance. This type of behavior is uh, just a travesty waiting to happen. And the district attorney said that both of the teens were arrested on this charge, but then rearrested on new charges Wednesday. They're expected to make separate court appearances in Wilcox County in the next few days. And people were just as shocked that anybody would do this to puppies. But the other thing is, there were people who went onto this site, saw it, and kind of gave it a heads up and a kudos. Those are the people like I'm scared of. Those are the people that I'm scared of. Now, we're going to play a song, and we're going to come right back because we're going to talk about this crazy-ass daughter and mother situation with Andrew Stone. I know you heard about it, and I know you've seen the pictures. If you didn't see it, you can go to my Facebook page and look at it because, baby, she told them front feet at or the grill. I tell all you see is little hedges. What actually happened? Like what situation happened? What brings someone to the point of fighting um, their mother? Fighting their mother. Now I know that a lot of people say, hmm, if this was my daughter, this, 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 and that, that wouldn't happen. Mm, not in my house. We ain't gonna have it. <laughs> I will tell you this. There is not a shortcoming of uh, people who have had incidents similar to this. I think it just makes it extra embarrassing for Angie Stone just because she is a celebrity. You know, this, I mean, this is not brand new. We've heard of all kind of hoopla and that sort of thing. But, um, it's just sad. I just wish that it hadn't happened in that um, 
form, but, you know, life happens to people. It's going to happen to everybody. Nobody is without it. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it because, you know, I hope that we're not going to have to bust nobody's teeth out. You know, I, I hope not, but <laughs> maybe so. Go play a song and we will be right back. I'm trying to find the right song. You know, my song list has gotten ridiculously long, but um, I'm hoping that the songs are entertaining to you. These are some of my favorite artists, and that's the songs that we play, those that we enjoy, okay? Let's just play. I wish everyone, I wish everyone, I wish everyone in here could see it. Everyone, I wish everyone. Yeah, I wish everyone, I wish everyone. I gave my blood, sweat, tears. You couldn't have known what I did for this. You couldn't have known, you couldn't have known. You couldn't have known, you couldn't have known. You couldn't have known what I did for this. You couldn't Now this is spiritual Stay with the work and the power with the cookies We whipping, we add on additional Niggas be claiming they working, they working But nigga, we just don't agree with you Don't none of these bad bitches sleep with you Ain't no real nigga gon' eat with you Everybody want a dollar Everybody want a check Nigga, that's only one future Messiah not higher than what you respect How the fuck you get my number? Hunger ass, baby, karma you ain't never knew my struggles. They would never understand. I wish everyone in there could see it. I wish everyone in there could see it. I wish everyone, I wish everyone. I gave my blood. Sweat. Sweat. You couldn't know what I did for this. You couldn't know what I did for this. You couldn't know, you couldn't know. Fire my lawyers and bought a new lawyer. I know you ain't thinking I left you behind. You see what I went through to get here? You know what I came through to be here? Everybody want a piece of me. Everybody wants a piece of fame. I wish you could feel all my mama pain. I wish everyone in there could see it. I wish everyone in there could see it. I kept my word, I kept my word, I promise, I promise. 
you envy your dedication is some hard work. Yeah. We redefine gravity, go way beyond her. Go way beyond her. I wish everyone, I wish everyone in here could see it. I wish everyone, I wish everyone, I wish everyone in here could see it. I wish everyone, I wish everyone, I wish everyone in here could see it. I wish everyone, I wish everyone, I wish everyone in here could see it. I wish everyone in here could see it. I wish everyone in here could see it. I wish is a new year, so don't look old. Get a new look, a new you at Vamoose Salon. Kegalure at Vamoose Salon specializes in making a basic look bang. Located at 703 3rd Avenue North Birmingham or call 205-234-2743 and ask for Kegalure. Tell her the Empress sent you. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> Sorry about all of the coughing and everything, but I'm trying to get myself together. My thyroid is on bleak, which is not a good thing. Like, I'm trying to, I'm probably going to have to have surgery again to correct this issue. But uh, before we go into the Andy Stone uh, talk, hopefully we're going to have a new guest uh, next week uh, with regard to talks on different topics. But we're going to, on Wednesday, have a big topic with regard to the new trap. What is it? No, it's not a club. No, it's not a club. It is not a new dance. It is not a new uh, anything. It is the church. We're going to talk about the church. And I have had conversation after conversation after conversation. So I am inviting anyone who wants to have the conversation with me with the issues that they have with the church because, you know, people always want to have something to say, but they just bandwagon and they can't specifically say anything. Or they say some rhetorical stuff that everybody has issues with. with, You're going to have issues with that as long as you're breathing. You know, just like this guy that was on Facebook earlier, he got on my last nerves trying to thump and tell me something about the Bible that he read a couple of years ago that he got reinforced when he got a couple of likes on on the book, and now he's a prophet. Like now he wants to tell me how to govern my life and and ignore how my life has been able to run well uh, when I wasn't messing it up. had nothing to do with what I claim. It had a lot to do with what I was doing incorrectly that equaled out to some things not being the best, but I really would like to know. Like he going to tell me that the Bible was a book of fairy tales, and I just want to know how many he's written and what he talking about. Like I just it just is it, it makes me uh not defensive as much as I get irritated because it's just so predictable. Like it's just we already know what you're gonna do. Uh and then um so we're gonna talk about the church on Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday, yeah, this coming Tuesday. Uh 
uh, on that topic. And it's going to be a hot topic, this next one. This next topic that we're going to talk about is about this boss versus the uh, employee mentality. I watched the video, and first of all, I'm just in love with Damon Dash anyway, okay? Like, I'm just in love with him. Like, the way that this man's mind works with how he explains himself, because, no, I haven't had dinner with him yet or any type of interaction with him one-on-one. But everything that this man says, the context and the the points and the the, 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 the intent of his uh, communications are always just on point. To me, I don't think that he's contradicting himself. Now, I'm not a big uh, uh, rap history buff. I have read some of the issues that he's had in the past with uh, the different um, groups or gangs of rappers. I understand all of that. But to me, this particular video that came out, I think this was actually published on the 13th. It was published by Trendsetter Z, which is a big big, uh, group that has to do with a lot of insider uh, intel and Damien was on the Breakfast Club, which is another commentary uh, radio show that I absolutely love. It's not here uh, in Birmingham, and I would love to be an affiliate. So if y'all are listening, please let me in on the show. Like I'll be your cousin Bell, but it ain't gonna be what you think, boo. So whatever. But yeah, he was on the show, and he was just absolutely amazing. Like his mind works like a very orchestrated. Uh, uh, machine to me. He he, whatever he's determined, I think is going to be that determination and its possibilities are resourced from self. He does not depend on anyone else to determine that. And I simply re- uh, listened to the video, and this was an edited part of what I think was a seven minute interview. It may have been even longer. You can go on YouTube to look it up. But I tagged about 35 of my closest guy friends that I think, to me, had some part of of him in in, in what I know of the men in, in my life, the men that have been friends and confidants or uh, sweethearts or whatever in my life. I felt like they exemplified some of this same get-up intuitiveness that Damien has. Damien is like the poster boy for being an alpha male, and it is just like what I get down. I just love them. Like, don't be mad. But this turned into a 50 or 60 uh, comment thread that was just very interesting. The back and forth and the interpretation between the men was just, I didn't see it coming, but um some people were actually put off by saying that Damon was uh, uh, not a brand himself. Like, he is not that dude. He had a lot of business decisions that would be considered uh, poor. Uh, but uh, I, I, I just find it interesting the way that we can critique our own, what we and what even the world considers as moguls, the definition of those things and the, the, the ways that we hold our own men up to the light is so far different than that which we do to others. And it's as if we expect us to be able to fly like a jet blue, and we don't even ask for these same sorts of uh, um, attributes 
speak in other, other uh, cultures of people. Like, it's just ridiculous to me. Um, yes, I think that it is true that Damien Dash has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I think it comes with the territory, with the gravity of man that he is. I I have said it before. I don't know what it is, but there's a certain arrogance and a certain um, unforgiveness that the type of male that I uh, attribute this attitude towards, but they're usually successful. And it's not because they're mean. It's not because they're disrespectful or, or harsh. It is because they're just determined and they're very clear about how they're going to get from point A to point B. And he, and what was so interesting about this video uh, is that he went back and forth with one of the radio personalities from the Breakfast Club, and he challenged him to answer some very, very simple questions. And instead of answering those questions, he got defensive. And I think it was because he was being blatantly uh, personal when he intercepted and said that, you know, that's, you know, that he refused Damien's position, but it was just interesting to me. And, you know, you can say a lot of things about a lot of people, but whatever you say has little weight when you look at what they're able to do and what they're able to give back. I mean, at the end of the day, Damien Dash is a brand. Damien Dash is a self-made man. Damien Dash's children, particularly a son who he was introducing um, his son's business, uh, was there. And, and, and that that's the whole point. Uh, when you can say that you are making a mark by who you are uh, and what you've done, that's different from saying that, oh, I put in my time under somebody else's name. And it's the di- and just like he said, it's the difference between being a boss and being uh, an employee. And I think the mindset of the black man has just become so subservient that they do not expect to be bosses. They do not expect to have the last say, like the book go in and begin here. They don't expect that unless you come from some legacy of money, and that just doesn't happen. But that's a whole nother show. I can't wait to have that show, but I'm going to definitely have to have uh, some very sound perspective on that because I just personally think he's huge. Like, I just think he's fine, and I just want to talk uh, about those things. But when you when the man's mouth opens and he has something that profound to say, and, like, why is that not circulating around on the net? That's not circulating around on the net. You know what is? Is and Stone daughter teeth missing? That's what's circulating. R.B. star Andy Stone was arrested in Georgia on the 11th of this month after having been charged with domestic assault, aggravated assault with allegedly attacking her daughter with a metal stand, now breaking out her front teeth. Now, DeKalb County police were called to Stone's home in Lithonia, Georgia, on Monday around 9.30 p.m. And according to Atlanta's WHIA, the daughter, whose name is Diamond Stone, told the officers that the singer went into her room telling her to clean up her room and get her children together since they were running around the house half naked. Now, that's what Angie Stone supposedly said. You need to go and clean up your room and get these children from running around this house half naked. And after that exchange of information, an argument ensued, and it turned physical. It turned physical. And so... 
Uh, after that, uh, the 53-year-old told the police that she did hit her daughter in the face with a metal stand in self-defense because the daughter started to punch her. She start, Her daughter started to punch her, and so she took uh, uh, self-defense stance, and Angie Stone says that she didn't know that she had hit her daughter to that extent. She was just defending herself. Uh, not only did she hit her with the metal stand and put it down, but her daughter continued to come after her. Once she realized this, she put the stand down, attempted to get away, and her daughter, Miss Diamond, tried to get at her again and, and struck her again and came toward her again, another family member had to break them up. Both of the women have been questioned in police headquarters, but no charges. Uh, well, it says here, Diamond Stone was released with no charges, and Andy Stone was handled, handed an assault charge. So the daughter got no charges, Andy's got charges. Uh, and if you want to see... It's not pretty. If you want to see these uh, pictures of Diamond Stone's injuries, you can see those on either Timsey or you can come onto my page on uh, Facebook. I am the Empress Cooper, D A E M P O R E S S C O O P E R. And the pictures are not that great. But baby, when I tell you, yes, yeah, she she hit this gun. And 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 and, and I, I want to say this: I am not. I am not, I have never been, neither will I ever be, an advocate of domestic violence of any sort. Like, there is just, I don't care. I don't care. And domestic violence is when you use the relationship that you have between yourself and someone else as a way of um, distributing violence, pretty much. That's it. This would not, if, if Angie Stone had done this to, say, a stranger, someone that she did not know, someone, someone that she was not related to, this would not be called domestic violence. This would simply be called assault. It was simple assault is what she would have been charged with. Now, even after knowing the situation, we know still that this, was supposedly in defense of being struck. Now, when you graduate violence by adding weaponry, you get into the differences between uh, what can and what cannot be um, uh, it's, it's just it's just it's just that way. Uh, I'm I'm wondering had. Um, Angie Stone's teeth been busted out, or had um, there not been any physical example of um, any type of uh, issue, it it wouldn't have gone that far. I'm going to try to introduce this topic to this person who is just incessantly texting me right now, 5625. Um, and, and we'll talk about it now. I, I want to. I just want to hear from a man's perspective about what and how this can go down. Okay, I, there's no right answer to violence, even with violence. I think it is wrong. 
I don't think that there's any excuse for it. And no amount of relationship between one person and another should make that any different. Now, Angie Stone was wrong. She was wrong for hitting her. <laughs> she was wrong for hitting her, um, even if that child was uh, hitting her. You know, the self-defense is described as just defending your personal space in order to prevent any self-harm. And, like, I I can't imagine what could have been done, but we're talking about a 54-year-old person and a 30-year-old person who um, decided to fight her mom. Now, first of all, I have a question with why, your 30-year-old behind is still at your mama house with your children. See, the the whole setup is bad. And when they first uh, aired the picture, they didn't put any information other than that there was a domestic uh, display and that Angie Stone had been charged with assault. Nobody said anything about why or what happened, but because of what has been in the news and what has been on um, social media concerning um, Angie Stone and on her reality show that she had been on. She had been on um, the Divas show. Um, it was all, It was just, like, too much for me. Like, I felt, I felt some kind of way about them even showing her in the light because it, it's been a hard run for her being on social media with her reality show. I mean, it's not been good for her at all. Like, it's been actually pretty bad. And now, on top of that, um, we have a mom having a public fight with uh, their daughter totally exposed on social media. Now, a mugshot, there are lots of mugshots. I, I, I thank God I don't have one. And I say, yeah, because my temperature, my temperature, my temper is really bad. And I I don't think that if I can't talk it through, it's best that I not be in the same vicinity of whoever I'm talking with. Because I think it's just the easiest route to go is just to start to come at somebody that's coming at you. First of all, the very first thing that I picked up in this story very first thing that I had in this story was the point that this is a 30-year-old with her children um, living with Angie Stone, okay? I'm not saying that you can't do that. You know, I can very really remember how difficult it was for me to take care of all of the needs of my children when I left my marriage. So I totally understand that. I'm not trying to discount or make that seem like it's not right or that she asked for an answer because she was saying, her mom. no, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that um, the situation is set up to be confusing as to who uh, has authority. And in any situation, you have to have very clear understanding as to who has authority. That's just that's just it. Uh, in a house where there's just a husband, a wife, and children, uh, though it's that's very sometimes collectively hard to determine. So it's even the more so. Like the, to me, 
that was the very first wrong situation. But because we have a society where women have had to stand in line um, as providers and protectors of not just themselves, but also for children um, that they have born with other men uh, or have pulled from other families, um, we're out of order with regard to what our responsibility is too. By the time you're 54 years old and you have a 30-year-old daughter, uh, you should have been at a point where you can still return back to just taking care of yourself because for at least 18 or 20 years you've had to take care of that said child. Now, that, 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 let's start there because I think it, it is just not right is not right for a 30-year-old person to herself um, become a second-generation type of, uh, of of dependent to their mom. The responsibility to uh, child care and rearing should have been well far gone. But not only did she come back, and I don't know the circumstances. I'm just filling in the blanks. This was an admission of the daughter herself. My mom came into my room, which means she didn't own the house, and told me to clean it up and to put some clothes on my children, plural. So not only is Andy Stone taking care of you, she's also taking care of your children, okay? We have got to understand the gravity of that right there. First of all, you should not have had that situation, even with whatever that situation is. You are, in essence, a subordinate to your mama again, all over again. Like you, everybody on the same playing field. Them grandchildren have the same right and respect as you do, even though you're 30 years old and, and those are your children. Eddie Stone should not have had to have borne that particular situation because it is not her responsibility, it should not have been her responsibility to do that level of provision. Now now that you are there and the provisions are made, so the second issue that I had was that you were grown enough to tell the police that she told me I needed to go into my room and clean it. Okay, first of all, you ain't got nowhere to be otherwise because if you had, you probably would have been there. Uh, that's one. Number two, not only are you there, you're not even taking care of the space that you're in while you're there because your mom is having to come and tell you to clean up, okay? And I think that's one of the things that pisses me off the most with family is because the expectancy that you can just do whatever because we relate it, it's, it's just disrespectful. This same theme of uh, idea was on Mary Jane a couple of weeks ago uh, where, you know, there's a, 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 a child in this, you know, she's not a child, she's a young adult who is living under someone else's roof but having sex under that same roof. It's like, are you serious? It's like you can't function as a grown person when you live in, like a child, there's no level of responsibility in having to get a, a a pass to have sex in somebody else's house. Like you shouldn't have to do that. You should not have to do that. And if you have to ask for permission, or if you got to sneak, or if somebody has to come and tell you to clean your room, you already know you're not an adult. 
You're not. You are not an adult. You are only an adult when you're able to take care of the the situations that you have created yourself, whether that's on purpose or by default, because uh, I feel like that's a part of being an adult. And the difference between Angie Stone and her daughter is not just 20 years. It's the level of responsibility, okay? First of all, your mom is providing for you in the least a home, a roof over your head, and also a, a provision for your children, not just you. Because even if we got to the point where we said, you know what, you have a responsibility to take care of your kids as long as they are your kids, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I get that. But how long is going to be? How long is that going to be? You know, um, my mom is a great provider. She is a very giving and loving person, but her responsibility to provide to me was over when I left her home as a young adult. And and I'm not saying that you can't come back and that you won't need help. I'm just saying that once you have gone and then you even multiply that necessity, you need to be humble if you have to come back. There is no freaking way that I would have been able to tell the police that I got into a physical altercation with my mom, no matter how wrong she was, because you are subordinate to her for one, and then for two, she didn't have to run out of the house that you stand with to get some you know, to get somebody to help her because she can't keep you off of her. I, 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 you know, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, again, I don't condone violence. I don't think that violence is um, the answer. But I'm going to say this. Do you really think that it's appropriate that a mother should have to be able, should have to fight her child off of her to feel safe? Yeah, I mean, so, no, so, no, you're not going to um, provide your own home for yourself. You're not going to provide provisions for yourself and your children. Not only am I going to do that, but now you're going to fight me? You done lost your rabbit mind. I think the, the biggest thing with this entire situation, and I'm being summoned by a young child, so I'm going to have to cut the show a little bit short, well, a lot of short tonight. There's no way for you to excuse the um, roles in relationships, uh, and particularly those that cannot be replaced. There's a difference between having a restorative relationship with a man or a woman when you're choosing a mate. But when you have relationships that you did not choose, those are the ones that you need to be very, very careful and very, very uh, expressly sensitive to. Your mom, your mom, okay, and of all moms, everybody in the freaking free world knows that this is your mom. Not only have you embarrassed your mom, you have, you should be embarrassed yourself, Miss Diamond Stone. Like, I, I don't care. When I saw those teeth, well, where those teeth were supposed to be, I was like, you know, I I was probably backwards in the way that I saw it because I was like, she had to hit her that hard 
to get her off of her? What in the hell were you doing to your mom that she had to grab a metal pipe? I, you're not going to make me believe that Andy Stone was just mad and then she grabbed the pipe and then she just beat on her mom, you know, I mean on her daughter. You're not going to make me believe that. You know, because she had plenty of opportunities to do just that with them hammers on that show, on them singing divas that she talked with all the time. She had plenty of reason to get ghetto and talent on them, but that didn't happen. But with her own flesh and blood, you want to tell me that you thought it was cute to do that? I mean, I'm just unbelievably shocked. I'm, I'm just unbelievably shocked that people would even come down to that level, that point. It's just sick. It's just, it's kind of sad. But I'll say this, who, I ain't going to go be a cause on you because that's a whole nother show. Um, Who you are and who you're made from. It's significant. It is is it's, it's, it's a seed of what you are. Uh, I do not, by any means, blame my mother, my mother, or my father for my ability to withstand abuse because they both came from that. Um, I was a product of that in their folly and in their um, abusiveness towards each other, and I grew into that being a familiar part of who I am. And not only did I try my best to not identify with it, I actually was drawn to it because of uh, what the aforementioned explanation. I was just drawn to it because that's what I was made out of. That is how I knew how to function. I didn't know anything else but that. I didn't know that you could actually have a conversation um, and there would be a back and forth of interest between people, and, and you could come to a conclusion where no one had to be hurt. I thought that there would have to be a winner and there would have to be a loser. And in this particular instance, um, there is no winner. Uh, when you think about domestic abuse, uh, particularly with Angie Stone and her daughter, there ain't, ain't no winner. You, you, have, you, are the, you are the daughter of a woman who is taking care of you and is providing for you and your children. And she didn't have to get a a pipe and bust your front teeth off to get you off of her. There is something excessively wrong with that. And I need you to understand that if you can't get, if you can't absorb that, something's wrong with you. You, uh, there are some levels of explanation that shouldn't even have to occur. When you say mother and daughter in the same instance, you shouldn't have to. Here, uh, violence at all. I'm not saying it's going to be roses and cupcakes because everybody has ups and downs, and every individual person has the capability of disagreeing to a point of uh, exhaust with another person. But when you get to a point where you got to put your hands on somebody, and especially somebody who's actually providing. You got an issue. I would be, I would be very interested in knowing how many children were there. I would be also interested in knowing how long she's lived with her mother. I would be also interested in knowing if the father of this child is present in their life. I also would like to know where are the male 
figures for these children that's running around this damn house naked. Like, I want to know that because it's very telling. These instances don't come from out of thin air. This is just what happens when you don't take care of your business. You have got to take care of the business that you have if you think that it's just, I mean, Andy Stone is just a celebrity, okay? She's able to take care of business, and she's probably able to make money. Just her name alone probably makes money. And because her daughter knows that, I'm pretty sure that she has profited from that as well. Now, she can say she hasn't. I'm pretty sure that there's some things that she would not have had it not been for her mom. And for any level of verbal um, talking, any level of not being able to talk something out to equal up that I'm going to put my hands on mama, that's wrong. I don't care what you got to say. You are supposed to be a blessing to your parents. You are supposed to be a blessing to your children. And the the saying goes back and forth. Um, I don't know fully that I think that Angie was at a point where she had to bust his child teeth out because I'm telling you, it don't take a lot to bust your teeth out, but I'm pretty sure that the light that she's been painting in on live television right now is not going to help because she's very argumentative, but she's not a violent person indeed. I mean, that's just the truth. Uh, we've seen uh, several times um, on the shows and what have you, and she's not been, like, one that just keeps mess up or anything. She just wants to put the things out, and she lives She lives from her particular uh, celebrity. She knows that that's her meal ticket. She knows that that's what's important for her, so for her to try to put this to a point of, um, put it in jeopardy. I don't think she she did this. I think this was her daughter. I think her daughter needed to get her behind her and realize that when you bless, you need to sit your tail down and take care of your children by yourself. Now, we're going to end a night like that. We're going to come back on next week on Tuesday. I think I have you I have now for Tuesday and Wednesday or Tuesday and Thursday. It's going to be a fun week next week. Tonight was just kind of getting it off your chest. I'm tired of, you know, people just fighting and hurting each other. And I'm tired of people justifying it because they have a lack of of, of language or they have a lack of words. Yeah, people can feel you much more than they can um, read or hear from you, but it doesn't make any difference when it ends up taking your freedom away from you. Like you got to keep your hands to yourself. I mean, if you are to the point where you can't hear your mama tell you what she wants you to know, how about you get a place where you ain't got to worry about what she's saying because you got your own space? How about you do that? Like, th- that's the realest answer to all of this, you should not even have to have your mom to tell you to clean up if you're already occupying the space that she's given to you. You shouldn't have to do that. But we're we're thinking reactively instead of proactively. I know that my mom is a blessing. I would never put my hands on my mom. I tried to bow up on her one time and, and it wasn't even a fight. I just like wait my the way I was 
put position about her. And she looked at me like, I know you don't think you've been trying to. And I never would have even thought, I didn't even think that. It's just that it's the truth that you can be hurt and, and, and mad and pissed off at the closest people to you. But those people are not the enemy. Like, they are not the people that you should be fighting. Those are not the people that you should have to be worried about. These are the people that you're giving your hard-earned money and, and, and abilities and time and space to. Why are we fighting them? Like, why are we fighting those people? I need you to understand where your blessings are. J-J-J-J-Boy Fresh. Everybody that's only needs tonight is here and praying you a blessing from the Lord. 